0: I did have a patient who was coming to me live from the bathroom because it was the only place in her home where nobody could hear.
1: Hi, and welcome to Patiently Connecting. I'm Tech Amy, and I'm your host and tech specialist here at GHLF. In this episode, we'll be talking with Ivan Diller, who is a licensed therapist at Omni Psychotherapy in White Plains, New York. During the start of the pandemic, Ivan had to take his practice totally online, with some of his patients adjusting well, others found it more difficult. He shares the experience with us in this episode. So let's jump right into the story.
0: Our last day in the office was March 17th of 2020. And so literally overnight, myself and the other clinicians in the practice were kind of forced to just jump in and figure out how to make therapy work online. Wow. Wow
1: what would you say are the major differences between meeting in person for therapy and meeting online?
0: That's a a great question. This is something that over the course of the 15 months that we've been doing therapy online, it comes up all the time. The main difference, the biggest difference from the beginning has been that we are not face-to-face live sitting across from somebody watching somebody's body language, the way that they make eye contact, don't make eye contact, cross legs, fold arms, all of the things that we are used to tuning into and making notes of in our heads as therapists was now gone because we are seeing people from the waist up in most cases. And so we're not really getting the full body language, the full picture of what's going on for somebody the way that we would in person. The flip side of that is now we're seeing people in their home environments where they feel comfortable. We're seeing people in their homes. Sometimes we're seeing people coming to us from their cars, wherever they can find a private place where they can feel free to to speak openly and comfortably. So we're seeing people in a completely different environment. We're seeing their pets walk across the screen. Um, Sometimes we're hearing phones ring, horns honking. Uh, many different environmental factors that just wouldn't be the case in in in-person therapy.
1: Wow, you touched upon a lot there. I agree in my own experience with telehealth. It definitely has been an adjustment of a year, both pros and cons. I feel like Zoom, in a way, is its own
0: language. Absolutely. One of the things that I've noticed since people see themselves as well as the person that they are doing telehealth with It's hard not to notice that people spend a lot of time sometimes looking at themselves in their own box Hmm. because people will be primping and fixing their hair and adjusting their clothing, which doesn't happen in in in-person therapy because they can't see themselves.
1: I personally hate looking at myself when I talk, especially if I'm going to say something important or personal. Is there a way to turn that off?
0: Yes. So in the program that I use, we use a program called doxy.me. There is a way to hide your own camera so you don't see yourself. And some people do opt to hide their cameras. If they know that they feel self conscious seeing themselves, people do shut it off. I can't tell if they've shut off their camera. I can't see that from my side. But some people will say, oh, yeah, I, I always turn my view of myself off because I don't feel comfortable.
1: I want to talk a little bit about the different platforms that are used. I know that Doxy is very popular, Zoom is also pretty popular.
0: I've been using Doxy since the beginning, and in the beginning, I think there was such a rush to figure this out because nobody really was prepared. So just through word of mouth, people were talking about the platforms that they were using. And Zoom, I think very quickly got on board with Zoom for healthcare providers, which is great because it's HIPAA compliant and you know, I would assume it does the same thing that Doxy does. But I think there were, in the beginning, there were lots of concerns about HIPAA compliance from any of the platforms, Zoom, WhatsApp, FaceTime, RingCentral, Doxy, just to make sure that everybody was being compliant.
1: Overall, what was the general reaction from your patients switching from in-person to online?
0: In the beginning, the reaction was very often, how soon do you think you'll be back in the office? And of course, in March of 2020, there was no way to be able to predict when that would be. I think everybody had hoped that it would be two weeks and then we would be back to normal. Obviously, that didn't happen. But interestingly, over the course of time, people stopped asking. It became less important for people to like leave their homes and be face-to-face. People adapted to teletherapy. And while, yes, we will be going back to the office relatively soon, I think people very nicely adjusted to telehealth, and I think some people depending on whether or not insurance is going to continue to cover teletherapy, which I hope they do, I think some people would opt not to come back face-to-face for whatever reasons, logistics, childcare, travel.
1: How do you think you've grown as a professional due to this challenge?
0: I think it has forced us to observe things differently because we had been used to only doing in-person therapy. And now we are being observers of things that we didn't we weren't privy to before. We were never privy to know what somebody's uh, living room looked like or their bedroom or their bathroom or their car. And now we get to see that. And it gives a little more information to somebody's home environment. And to see somebody in their living environment while doing therapy is really useful. It's hard to say how you use it, but so much of what we do is just making observation without even realizing you're making observations and filing it (laughs) so like so as an example like if i saw a cat walk in your background i'd be like oh amy has a cat right and so what am i going to do with that information nothing but it goes in here and working therapeutically that could come back up later Mm -hmm. amy has empathy amy takes care of her cat Amy can take care of herself because she takes care of her cat. So you don't know how it's useful until later on, but these are just things that kind of get filed in the brain.
1: Have patients actually zoomed you from the bathroom?
0: Yes, yes. Really? Yes, yes. yes. I did have a patient who was coming to me live from the bathroom because it was the only place in her home where nobody could hear. And if she needed to, she could run the water so that they could hear less. But Uh, That was the place where she felt like she was able to speak. That
1: is a really unique perspective that I never would have guessed someone would have the comfort level to do. But I guess every every home is different. Every person is different. And really maybe helpful to a patient listening that if you have to (laughs) Zoom from your bathroom, that's an option.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And you wouldn't be alone. (laughs)
0: Right. Every time somebody logs in from their car, they think that they are the first person to do that. <laughs> yep. So I have to say to them, this is certainly not my first session coming from a car. So feel comfortable, relax.
1: Where do you think the future of telehealth lies?
0: I think that it's not going to go away because over the course of the pandemic and the months, you know, that things are slowly getting back to normal. Because it has worked so well for so many different types of healthcare providers, I think it's going to be sticking around. It's proven itself to be effective for many sorts of disciplines. It makes it easier on patients or clients to not have to leave their homes unnecessarily. I think it's effective for time management for both the provider and the patient. So I really don't think that it's going to go away completely, but I do think there are going to be, it's going to be hybrid, I think, the way that school learning has been hybrid for this time. I think that some clients will come to the office, some patients will zoom in from home. I think it's just going to be a different landscape going forward.
1: Ivan, thank you for coming on the show and taking time out of your day for our listeners. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share with your friends. You can also follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you have any questions or want to reach out, please don't hesitate to email me at afinkelstein at ghlf.org. And thank you for patiently connecting.